the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. What's up, everybody? It's been a long time since you've heard our lovely voices. And the Swoosh Life Podcast is back. The summer break is all over the place really is what it's about we're kind of all right we're all over the place so uh a couple more episodes coming to you and then we'll call it on season two but it's been a fun season we're super excited that you guys have been listening we know you've missed us we've heard it we're back for this episode because it's fed up cup time so boys we're gonna get into it but what have you been up to it's been a couple weeks how are you guys doing great boys it's good to see you guys i know everybody else can't see us but uh we all look beautiful. We all look healthy. Couple babies on the way, going crazy. Yeah. Been playing, been not playing, been taking weeks off, been traveling. It's just been a roller coaster of a summer and it's just going to keep getting crazier and crazier. Um, I got baby number two on the way in December, but uh, number two, girl too. So, my house is just going to blow up one of these days, all girls in the house. So um, excited to talk to you guys. Good to see you guys and excited to go through some, you know, latest drops that have dropped, even a couple that have just dropped today, tonight. So Matt, how you doing? How's Chicago life out there? Man, we had our 17th annual buddies trip and uh, I played Medina before as a prep. Uh, so got to play course number three. So I played six rounds in six days. So yeah, I, I burned myself out on golf around this time because work also gets crazy for me in August, September, like this is going to be my super busy time. Uh, so, but had a fantastic trip, fantastic thing. And the thing I love about it is because I no longer care about like competitive golf. Now that I've played my buddies and we've put our gambling bets in and stuff on that. Now I can rotate my methods back in the bag. So now I'm going I'm to do like a different method every single time I play. So be ready for some method pictures. Don't know where I'm going to start with. Cause I, I got invited method, to an outing tomorrow. So I don't know. I think, I think I might go stubby tomorrow, but we'll see. Um, we'll take a look, but yeah, you know, the thing about it is I burn out on golf. And then the interesting thing, I know we've talked about like, Hey, should the PGA be around this time? Because would it keep us interested or do we all really get burned out? I know Gumby, You've been burned out a little bit uh, on pro golf. I don't know how you've been on golf. So how have you been? Uh, yeah, it's uh, we've had a couple like weekends where we've been busy. So I haven't been able to, which when you're at a club and you're paying a lot of money, you almost feel guilty. Like you're not playing enough. I've gotten my, like, let's say money's worth this year. Um, baby shower for us is this uh, Sunday and was hoping to play Ravenwood and it's recip so called them or called the club see if they can schedule it uh it's booked so i can't play sunday so i had this whole plan so now with family in town not gonna play saturday and leave them so not gonna play this weekend totally okay league nights kind of get me through um didn't play that that great tonight in league night if we're recording on a wednesday night but um you know what? It's just a good time to also like regroup and refocus on some stuff to push to the end of the year. Right. Like you want to finish on a good note. My, as everyone has told me, my playing time is going to drastically decrease here coming soon. Yes, it will. Um, and so um, just kind of trying to push to the end to, to really like 
hammer at home like a good season because it's been a good season so yeah a little burnt burnt out on actual golf um maybe it's just i don't like confrontation and so i just don't like this live versus pga stuff and it's pushed me away from the game in a sense it's it's not growing the game for me and and i heard um from one of our our followers and, and the former like nike friend on instagram he's like stop growing the game, start shortening the game. Like, like start, like, because they can't get a tee time. Like you can't like the greens are like the courses are baked out and overplayed and everything's expensive. Like I understand growing the game is important. It really is. Uh, But (laughs) sometimes you kind of just want to shorten it up a little bit too, because selfishly, like if you can't play, like, how much fun is that? You know, like trying to get a tea time and trying to like play on these baked out courses, overplayed courses, stuff like that. Like it's tough. So um, that's selfish, obviously. Um, but like I said, yeah, live in PGA is kind of pushed me away. Like I, I just, I don't like it. And I, I, I didn't like it from the get go. I still don't like it. And it's not going anywhere either, which is annoying. So um yeah. So what? have you have you guys had a chance? So I know like you've been avoiding PGA, like just professional golf in general, right? Because it's it's millionaires arguing with millionaires funded by billionaires, yeah. uh, kind of thing. So I totally get. But have you guys watched any of the Tony Finau action? Yeah, obviously with Tony out up there. I mean, watch out if dude if dude has learned how to win, like watch out. So. Great to see Tony get some stuff. I, I, I turned into the last couple of holes on both rounds to watch him finish it out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Even Rory's taking two weeks off, right? Like Rory said in his presser today, he didn't touch a club. He didn't go to the gym. He's not even sure he touched a vegetable, you know, like, well, we can all relate to that. So uh, I think it's just that time of the year. You, you're through your majors. You're through your, probably your, your qualifying events, your tournaments, if you're an amateur player, all of that stuff. Um, and it's kind of just, you know, coast in that there was a little in upstate New York today. The heat is broken a little bit, boys. And there's that little like crisp, just a touch of a crisp, okay. not, not a crisp air, but like, don't, you know what it like, don't like, say it. Just there was a snowflake in Chicago today. A little bit hey. of air. Listen, I'm going to tell you this quick story on that, and then I'm going to have to jump into a different microphone here. So I apologize for any audio change that's going to happen, everyone. But we, I've been thinking that same thing, being like, man, it's been hot. Like, it's been 100 degrees. I feel guilty even saying I'm burnt out on golf because if you heard the earlier episodes this spring, we were all jonesing to get out. Like, we couldn't wait to play golf and go crazy, right? Like, uh, you know, grown man spring break style kind of thing. So Monday I had uh, the charity golf outing third, t- third year that we've done that for project hood. And we got rainy weather. It was 67 degrees. The poncho was fantastic. The poncho made it, made it out. And, uh, and then I realized, guess what? My back tightened up and uh, golf is not fun when it's 67 degrees and a little cold and rainy. So be careful what you wish for. Cause I was thinking the same thing and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just definitely one of those. I don't want it to be fall yet. Like, I just don't. But I don't know. Something about it tonight, walking finally. Because, like, I got it, guys. 
I'll be honest with you. I have a nine over 90 rule. If it is over 90 degrees, I will not uh, walk. And I love walking. Um, but it is for my safety um, due to an incident that happened last year with my stomach and the course. And so for my safety, I do not walk over 90. And I haven't walked for like two weeks straight, three weeks straight. It's been so hot. So uh, it was nice to kind of get back to that tonight uh, and kind of just, you know, but just a touch of crisp. I think, I you know, I think we're going to get hot again. It's always kind of a, the way it happens. And I'm totally fine with that. The ball flies, right? But um, God, fall golf is so fun too. So play in the morning, you watch some football in the afternoon. What's, I mean... How could you go wrong, right, Keith? Yeah. Like, how hot is too hot to play, too? Like, like it feels so good when it's so that warm out. Your back is just, like, you know, so loosened up. Everything's loosened up. You're swinging, you know, out of your shoes. But, like, how hot is it where it's, like, like kind of, like, unsafe to play sometimes? You know, you're dehydrated. You're, you're drinking Gatorades. Water's mixing them. And you're also mixing, you know, other adult beverages in there, too. That is uh, double, triple dehydrating you. So, um, and you're pissing every two seconds too. <laughs> I do every other hole, every yeah. other christening in a tree or a tea box. So, yeah, it's tough. It's I think we're all in that mood. I don't know if we're, we're feeling it because I don't know where July went and now it's August. Dude. You know, yeah, you know. And the last time we all talked to each other, and we talk every day, the three of us. But the last time we talked, you know, to everybody out there, you know, it was was the British Open. So it was just which July. Was, which was one of the warmest British Opens too. Yeah. So yeah. just um, it's kind of warm. We don't need to say too much about the British Open. We'll skip that part. Yeah. Um, we, we will. And I have really two good questions for you guys, if you're game for it. I just need some quick answers for you guys. Well, I think we need to, first we need to apologize for our lack of anything after the British Open. I think we said we'd be after, but – Obviously, we were in a painful spot after yes. the British Open, and so you can understand our absence also from that. I went into hibernation mode in <laughs> New York, and I did not want to talk to anybody. Yeah. All right, what you got, Matt? What are you? What, what are your? Yeah. Thoughts? No, thank you, because I definitely wanted to. I didn't. I wanted to break the break that subject because it's um, okay. I, I will say one thing: Golf Digest had a great thing. Rory was under par like minus 29 under par closest was Will Zalatoris among players that made all four cuts. I know we've talked in the past. We had that great episode with Blake. I don't think Rory needs to change anything. Keep rolling Rory, win this FedEx cup. Um, and you know, just th- there's nothing to feel like a disappointment. Like would have been great. Tigers last open him waving to him, the goosebumps. It would have been amazing. Uh, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about how great it could have been. But anyway, so here's my, here's my two questions for y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, my buddy Chris, it's the guy I, I play with the most. He's he's the guy who got me out at Payne's Valley. Uh, he had a mission, so he played Medina once with me and did not score well. So you know he's kind of held that score in, and like it's been three years because of COVID, we couldn't get out there. And we finally, I get him out there, and Chris finally bought a third pair of golf shoes. Everyone, uh, Chris, famously, if you ever see on my Instagram stories, the guy with the Tiger Woods 13, the great blue ones and the lunar control twos. Like that's the only two golf shoes he had. He finally bought, and I don't even want to know how much you paid or where he got them, but he finally bought the Jordan 11 grays. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And he said, I plan on busting them out at Medina. I go, that's, that's a great idea. You know, great course, historic course. But then we get a weather delay. We get rain. There was a, a tornado warning. I think it might've even touched down a couple miles South Medina, which means that no carts were going out and we had to walk. And I said, Ooh, I don't know if you want to bust out a brand new pair of shoes, one to walk. Uh, my watch told me we ended up walking about eight and a half miles that day. You have your heart set on breaking these shoes out. I get it. And you got to wear them at some time, right? We say, where are your kicks? But super wet, super muddy. Medina, do you guys bust out a grail pair of shoes or do you go to some backups? What would you guys do? I'm going backups. I can't do it. I would not do it. I always tend to bring two pairs of shoes too. If I'm, well, if I'm going on a buddy's trip, I'm bringing a pair of shoes for each, each round, each outfit. Mm-hmm. Just the way I roll. But yeah, I would not be wearing those. I keep them in the box and wait for uh, until I'm in a golf cart. I'll ride around and I'm, I'm show them off. I I think that had the weather, like if had you had said we're walking, walk around the house and I'm break them in a little bit. We're walking straight up just to get that like player experience of like walking. Yeah. Um, then wear them right. Like, but when the weather changes. That, that changes everything you know yeah. like we knew before we left yeah so we knew right away that morning that the course okay. was not going to allow carts yeah. and, uh, and he busted them out of the box and uh ended up getting his feet got torn up a little bit because it was the first time you know didn't do that i think gumby you said it like do it like a soft cart breaking sometimes yeah. with shoes well and it's it's funny because i have a bad story about it so tonight uh wore my tw13s because it rained a little bit here uh course would be soft wet it was, it was fine. They're still one of the best shoes. I need to change the spikes in them. Actually, they're, they're they're really worn down on that. But two, maybe three years ago now, trying to qualify for the post standard here in Syracuse. Now the AIM Championship. Um, those when the Air Zoom Infinities came out, the pink black heel with the like lime, you know, the bolt on it, and just. I got them the day before the thing and I played a practice round like a week before in different shoes, walked the course, no problem, played well. Great. Get these in uh, zoom infinities, CITs. They are tight, like tight. And now first time ever putting them on is for a tournament, like round mistake. Like, Worst mistake I've made in golf. Well, I don't know, but uh, I like, remember that. I remember you it was that. like because the like it was everything was new, new polo, new this, new that. Like it was like matched perfectly great, and I got them in, and then they were just so tight, and it was it was really tough. So and again, walking and all that stuff, and and I I was pretty like cut up, beat up, bad heels, like with my plantar fasciitis anyways, like for a good while after that. So, um, so I don't recommend it either, but again, like their 11s, I've had good success in the 11s. They were really comfy. They've, they've seemed to, with my inserts, everything seems to rise up and now is a little bit tighter because of the inserts, which is like, when you look at an actual like insole for these Nike golf shoes, they are paper thin guys, like super thin. So 
anytime I put an insert in, my foot immediately becomes tight in them, which is annoying. But um, yeah, my 11s used to be my like comfiest pair. I mean, they've got like the, you know, the foam like bottoms, right? The, what are the bottoms? Yeah, it's, it's React Plus. Yeah, React, right. it's, yeah. yeah. So they're super comfy, but now they've gotten like tighter because of the um, inserts in them, like when I put them in. So I might go back to like a regular just flat insert and just wear them to ride and they'll be fine. But yeah, that's yeah. it's tough because we all know that feeling, right? You're playing a course that you either have demons at for the first time in a while or um, just playing it for the first time that is a special course. Obviously, like Keith and I getting on Medina would be ridiculous. Like we would feel like this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. Matt, you've been lucky enough to play it a couple times, which is which is really cool. Um but I know Keith and I would have a full brand new outfit for it. Like at least like a fancier shoe. Like I'm yep. wearing, I'm wearing the fours or the fives or maybe the 80 G's or, or even like the lobster nineties, you know what I mean? And matching oh, yeah. the polo and the hat that I'm wearing right now. Uh, bling, bling. Something, something is going to be new, fresh, awesome from head to toe. So like I get it, and I mean Keith and I were even texting back and forth. Member guest weekend happened at the club, and we didn't get to plan it this year, but I think next year we will. And we're already planning our our outfits because we can match in shoes and polos and hats pretty well. I think we can at least get four days like of all the stuff that we have without having to buy anything new, and we could said we could buy something new just for that day too. So which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I tried talking them out of it because I, I always think about like marathon runners, like nobody breaks out a brand new pair of shoes on the day of the marathon. Right. Like you, you've either broken them in or you're wearing a pair that you've been training in um, for a while. So I right, uh, here's the last question I have. This is golf related. And then we're going to go into some of our top three picks that have released recently. Uh, I have not used a caddy a whole bunch. OK. Uh, and we were at a charity outing. This happened to me last year. So for those of you, uh, maybe you've heard this story from me on another podcast. I want to see what Gumby and Keith would react to on this. Okay. So charity outing, uh, cart path only, it rained. We have a caddy on the back of the cart. Okay. All right. So my brother helps me get the Brooks Kepka champion's choice putter that came out, which is a replica of the putter that he uses famously because Brooks is my guy. And he also lets me borrow some copper irons to try. I don't know why I go to a charity outing and like, that's my time to bust out some new stuff. Right. All right. Two things happened. And I want to know how you guys would react or, or if you guys would have said something. First offense, I hit, I'm hitting out of the fairway. Somebody in our foursomes coming up out of the bunker. Caddy is walking up with that brand new Scotty Cameron and uses the head of the putter to pick up the rake and hand it to the person in our foursome. That was offense. Number one, I held my breath and I kind of looked and, you know, I, like I haven't bought a Scotty Scotty Cameron in a decade. Okay. I've, I've got a button back from way back when. Okay. And it left unscathed, but I still, I was like, Ooh, that was a little reckless. All right. So let, let's hold our breath. Scooping the ball out of the hole of your putter too. Like in, if you're, if you're a tiger and it wins 14 majors, you don't care. But when you're broke yeah. like me, like you, you want to yeah. take care of your stuff when you get it. All right. And then the second offense, here's what happened. Hole 16. I hit a seven iron. Now, what he did was 
I have the Nike hybrid bag, which for those of you that know, it's one of the gridded bags. Okay. It's got 14 dividers. Instead of using the umbrella holder on the outside of the bag, he has pulled one of the irons out, jammed it, double jammed into one of the holes. And then he's got the umbrella sitting in the hole. Because of this, he can't put my seven iron back. So I'm walking off to the green. He handed me the putter. I'm walking and out of quarter of my eye. I see this guy like a foot off the ground. He's got two hands on the iron head. He's trying to jam it into the cart. And then you hear it. The iron comes down and you know that it hit another one. And now my seven iron, oh, my brother's seven iron, I should say, not mine. It's got a putting line on the very top of it. <laughs> it's oh got a sight God. line now. Oh, Do you say man. something? Like, yeah, what would yeah. what would you guys, and by the way, this is a very prestigious club. It was not Medina, very prestigious club here that has hosted a PGA event. And the guy was like bragging, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got you for guys that are Ryder Cup captains. I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm sorry you got to put up with me. But it's like, it's like, he's dang, dude. Like, still. Yeah. I mean, he's not getting so, tipped. Like, let's put it that way. <laughs> like, or he's not getting yeah, tipped. That's true. Like, they're like, dude, you did this and this. Like, two offenses. Like, you may have done that with other people. But unfortunately, that doesn't fly for me. Like, sorry, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to know what I would say in that situation. I've never had a caddy. I was just going to ask you, you, I've never had a caddy either. And I'm just like, I've been very tempted the couple of times you put, you know, you play upper scale courses, you know, Beth Page or something like that. And they have them there. It's just, I've never had a caddy, but I'm with you, Matt. I'm like, I would no tip and I would say something. I would have. I would love to have a caddy. I think it would be so fun. Yeah. I think that would yeah. be like part of an experience, right? Is Absolutely. Caddy. Right. Yeah, we had we had a four caddy at, at Sawgrass and at Payne's, and it's it's a cool experience. Um, you know, it, it's definitely a really cool experience, and you got to respect what those dudes do. Yeah. And you know, I want my sons, I want my sons to become you know Evan scholars. I'd love for them, even if they don't want to golf, I'd love for them to be caddies. You get to meet people and do all that stuff. Yeah. And I feel bad because it, it's a long day. It's a long day. Even if the if, even if the bags were on the back of the bag, like you're still doing a lot of stuff. So, and I knew he was still getting paid because I helped put the, the outing together. So I know we still we still paid the caddies, but yeah, I still tipped them and I didn't say anything. So, uh, you guys all see where my backbone is there. So so thanks thanks. You guys are stronger. No, it's in the it's in the moment kind of thing. Like, do you say it or not? It's in the moment. We say it now because we don't have a caddy standing in front of us. But yeah, someone else those, is those are your babies though a couple of bad caddy incidents and stuff like that. And I, and I think it's, it's interesting. There's no place that I've ever played. That's even had them. Like, I don't, I guess I don't play prestigious enough clubs and my club is yes, it's membered, but like that's a, it's not a caddy club. You know what I mean? In a sense. And so, um, yeah, I don't know like what I would do. I tend to play better with a, with a pseudo like caddy, like, um, my golf league partner is is uh, a college golf coach up here. Um, it's a small, small college, but he still gets the game. And so, literally, we talk pre-shot routine. I, I like pre-shot. We talk all the time, and it has helped me so much when I talk to him. I'm like, commit to a line, commit to a plan. Like pre-game, I told him two last week. I told him I'm hitting three wood off the tee on ten, and I'm hitting driver on sixteen, and I'm going to drive the green. And like, and I was thinking about it in the morning and I committed to it, like before anything happened, put the, put the three wood right in the middle on 10, which is a hard hole to start on, on, and then drove the green and made birdie on 16, like, cause I was committed and then commit to a couple lines and spots and, 
and thoughts and all that stuff. And I play pretty well when I like talking to someone and having somebody, but I don't get that a whole lot up here. So it's, it's interesting to see like, cause I've heard other people have bad experiences and that's, and that's really tough because you're obviously paying for help. And when it becomes a burden instead of help, that's, that's yeah, hard, and, you know, and, and I hate to be like a hoi polloi. Like I don't get to play private clubs every year like this. This has been like an exceptional year for me. Uh, you know, and I know you guys don't want hole by hole accounts of stuff that happened, but I was just wondering how you guys would handle that situation just because when that happened, that was only the second caddy I've ever had in my life. So I, I just didn't know like what the protocol is kind of thing. But uh, with that, thanks for humoring me. What you guys did tell us, you told us you don't like the hole by hole accounts, but you did tell us that you love when we rank Nike gear. You guys absolutely love it. So when we come back from the break here, you're going to hear our top three pieces coming up that have already released that you can buy right now. Welcome back, everybody. A little different voice coming back from break. I hope you guys enjoyed that new anchor read by, by Gumby there. He said one take, but I, I put money down. It was probably 10 takes. It was one take, and you hear me fumble over uh, something. I did not fumble over no minimum listenership. That one <laughs> I made sure to get because it took me 10 ties on the first time we ever had this anchor read, and now we're back. So, well, uh, I would have had to take about 100 times probably. So, Very thankful for Anchor for coming back as a sponsor of uh our of our shows we're super excited and if anyone wants to be a sponsor for next season i know we're wrapping up this season but next season reach out to us you never know so and maybe uh, i'll read a couple for you guys now let's uh let's get into it boys there's been you know this whole nike year has been you know ups and downs with releases and stuff like that but you know, now after 7-1, we pretty much know everything's been released and out on Nike.com or, you know, anywhere in stores everywhere. So, you know, and recently Nike's had some nice little back to school sales on Nike.com, um, some 20% off, you know, uh, closeouts coming in, you know, from 1-1 releases, to, you know, to 3-1 releases. So we've been just gathering stuff all year round you know, off Nike.com, going into the stores. Matt, you're a big PGA Tour store guy. I love it. I love seeing all the, the nice setups of all the swoosh in there. It's awesome to see. Um, so I don't know, guys. Let's recently, like the 7-1 releases and stuff like that, and the the uh, the promo codes that were used, you know, recently, what, what are you guys feeling? Did you guys grab anything? Anything like that? Anything new from the seven one releases, or we're we looking for closeout stuff? Gumby, you got some hotness on right now as we're recording. I, I do. Um, he hooked me up with the hat, and I say the hat because I don't think you can get it. Maybe PJ Two Superstore had it. I think I put it in my cart somewhere. Um, the like red, white, and blue glove came out. I got to get that for Fourth of July for next year. Um, and then I'm wearing the lobster polo and it came out in my size in the Navy. Um, I wish that they had some of these other colors in the larger sizes, the three X, four X, cause they're super nice. I really wanted the white with the red. Um, yeah, I, it's Nike's been, been all over the place, right? We hear a story of them not allowing a person to return shoes. I mean, granted it was five pairs all at once. 
So that's their like way of cracking down on resellers and everything. Um, we obviously saw some earlier drops and then they were delayed and not out. And I I still thought there were shorts coming out, but I guess maybe the, the lobster shorts were only in the women. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a couple of like things like that where they've been all over the place, but overall, I think they've done a decent job this year with everything. And I'm curious to see how people, how we rank Nike's year, maybe in our uh, end of year special, we'll kind of go through our rankings on what we thought, like how we thought Nike did in, in each sort of quarter for, for all the majors and all that stuff. Um, but right now I'm not picking up anything. <laughs> like I've, I gotten all my stuff for the year. I added, I added 80 G's this year, nine lobster nineties and the zoom next percents in the pink and blue. So I have three pairs this year of shoes. That's a lot for me in a year. Um, so I feel pretty good about that. Like it was, it's pretty good. Um, 12s look great. Like I kind of really want the, I really want the East side boys ones, man. Like those are the new ones that are coming out. So nice with the blue, um, the Navy, this other blue, the sort of Royal, blue 12 doesn't really hit it for me um, french blue is historic it's historic you get that <laughs> you get them, for those of you that yeah i did get them because uh nice. here's the thing for those of you that don't know uh and, and, and you know it's no big deal if you don't know this was a color that they retroed back in the day and kobe used to wear them with the minneapolis lakers jer- throwback jerseys so it's French blue. So it's it's definitely got some history. Shout out to Blake Sledge. I know he's fist pumping right now because I'm bringing this up. So yes, uh, the Minneapolis Lakers uniforms before they moved to LA. And yes, they still count the eight championships in Minneapolis, even though that should probably belong to the Timberwolves. We're going to leave that all alone. But yes, it was two shades of blue. So the French blue just looked awesome. Uh, so I had to, even though it's another white-based one. And then the East Side Golf one, I agree, Gumby. It looks really good. But back to your point, it's obvious still that supply chain is still affecting some things because it's pretty obvious that glove should have been out way earlier, right? That's that's a that's a Fourth of July mm-hmm. kind of glove right there. Yeah, but it is nice to see like everything come out though. It is it's nice to see it all. It's nice to see it online available to all of us. You know, I hope everybody out there went out and picked everything up because there's side there's a lot of styles and sizes that went pretty quick and then there's some color ways and stuff that are you know still there so so, so question on that it, and gummy you kind of alluded like you're passing on the, the french blue ones probably because you're going to try and get the east side golf ones mm-hmm. I, my, like my question would be is it just too late in the season for really good colorways at this point like is, is this the time of year where we just kind of like slow down and wait to find something at the outlet for next year because we've kind of already loaded up. Is that how you guys feel about it a little bit? And, yeah. you know, the French blue did sit, uh, you know, or, do you think they made still too much of it? Or, still sizing. I think it's tough. I think you, I hit this stretch where I like, I purchased like a shirt, a shirt, a shirt, a shirt, like, like back to back to back, like the Frank shirt came out. Right. Then the, I got the tiger, like crouching shirt. I got the um, picnic shirt, like all, which have just, I get the largest size and they've already shrunk. Like it's annoying. So I'm done sort of buying Nike t-shirts. I think we've talked about this immensely on this podcast. 
unfortunately, <laughs> I just done buying it, um, which is so annoying. <laughs> but but yeah, so I kind of bought a couple things like randomly, and and you kind of have to like get these things when they drop, and it's been so tough because the drops have been so scattered. Because for me, sizing is key in everything, right? Like I and maybe a 13, maybe a 14 now, you know, uh, the 4XLs now have fit like really nicely. And I really enjoy them. Like I, I can still, can I still get away with the 2X, 3X and some of the stretchy stuff? Yeah. But like these 4Xs that they're actually doing now for bigger guys, like it's a really comfortable polo without like having to like, you know, do the whole stretchy, like stuck in a plastic bag boxer, you know, kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, I've, I've like reached my limit in a sense, but also they could surprise me tomorrow with something and I'd be like, shit, you gotta have that, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. You know, again, if they ever dropped like a pin series, like a enamel pin series of all these logos that they did with the, like we've talked about the route 72, the Arnold Palmer, the dump truck, like, by <laughs> immediately tomorrow you know so um so gumby know. what what you have on right now the lobster stuff is that taking your number one spot yeah i think so. lobster dear, everything that near and dear to me is uh, is lobsters um i've been wearing the floral with the hidden lobsters oh, a bunch which I is just that. that is one of my favorites and i've gotten a compliment on it every single time i've worn it um so yeah, I think lobster takes my top spot for the year, but it was always going to, since I knew about it, it was going to. Um, and then yeah, a couple other polos that you know have come around where like the like floral, I think I have a a tiger that's like a 4X as well. That's nice. And so it's it's nice to kind of get into some bigger sizes this year. That was that's new for for Nike golf to kind of expand into like the big man sizes a little bit um and i'm hoping that they just that there's more available so that it's not like i have to be the first in line to get it because it's tough when i can i see like a 2xl sitting there with this new um adv tiger woods like in the purple kind the of like, uh, the, the violet frost you know and i see a 2xl and i know it won't fit because it's that the adv is that perforated and there's yeah. no give, there's no stretches not enough to it, you know. So Tiger's line's been a little different this year with the way the uh it's definitely breathable, but it's not as stretchy as older Tiger or like the vapor liner, you know, along those lines. I think it's because they are just trying to make something as light as possible for Tiger because the way he sweats and he sweats a lot, and we I do too, and it feels so comfortable wearing something that thin. But I get it with with the tiger line. It's, yeah, like, it's not as stretchy as it used to be. Did you guys see my post this weekend? And and I I wore an older tiger, the red striped yes. front with, with striped on the back. Line back. And yeah. that was it was stretchy enough for me to wear. Obviously, it was tight, but it was it was tighter. Like it had gotten tighter, and and obviously wearing that in like ninety five degree heat, like I had to peel that off of me with how like how sweaty i was after but like it's also what i expected and it kept me cool ish the whole day because it was tighter it was breathable you know so 
I kind of just missed those ones and and I opened up my closet the other day and pulled out like an an orange tiger solid with like just a little bit of speckling and you remember those like they were almost like paper um collars collars. oh yeah it had ripped and so now there's a on the whole like where the buttons and like collar are and I was like I have no way of fixing this like it was like heat sealed you know back then and my mom's an excellent seamstress, but I don't think she it's the material and what they did. They 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 like heat seam them instead of like actual stitching. And so it's like I, I think that one's done. And it's one of my favorite, especially orange and being a Syracuse guy, like I could wear that all the time and now I can't. So it was that one's New a business idea. New business idea. All all your Nike polos that have jack collars, send them to Mama Henry. She <laughs> turns them into blade collars. Ooh. That's a good idea. And I, I'm there's gonna be three Instagram dudes doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Ryan, Ryan, shout out Ryan Mullen, still okay. one of our top fans. But don't you dare drive over to my mother's house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I think you snuck in a couple, couple Tiger shirts this year along the ride. Did you get anything recently besides yeah. the uh, the French blues twelves? You know, like I like I said before, the you know I plan everything towards that buddies trip. So once I I got the I got the three new Morse codes for the trip, and I got a fourth one, you know, just for luck. You know, sometimes you change your mind. Uh, so I think Morse code was the best one, but like the top three out of the recent drops and sales that have happened. Number one, the Tiger Eyes Polo hit the sale uh, finally, so I did get that, and it's. It's a gray sweater, but it is not as thick as sweaters in past. And I think that's a good thing. It's going to be more better for like fall golf or just chilling inside and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, I've got, I really, really like the new NXT uh, colors that have come out. So they've got a Copa color. They've got that new one just dropped that we had originally seen in Korea first, which is kind of that, that gray with like, a, is that a volt? It's I, like a muted on it. Yeah. Ghost green. Mm. that's what they're calling it the ghost green i like the copa on the victory tour too the copa jordan ones look great um and I, the violet frost looks really good on the victory yeah. tour too so those are kind of like my main picks of stuff that's released recently that's the kind of stuff that i'm like okay if i see that at the outlet i'll get it but because i've I bought the french blues and the taxis this year I'm, I'm probably good on buying any golf shoes at full retail right now so i gotta hold off you scroll uh, down that page violet frost really pops off of, of like a color that they've been pushing this year. Yeah. You know, they've had really good colors this year between that and Marina and, and like 30 different other shades that are close to Marina. It was, <laughs> it was a really strong year, but I guess here's my question because Keith, I'm going to ask you what your top ones are, but you also recently finally rocked the zoom victory tour too. So I want to get your impressions on the victory tour too. And now that you see these awesome colors come out, do you regret that you waited so long because you could have just, Hey, return that one. Hopefully Nike doesn't block you from returning that, right? And gotten one of the newer colors. So so tell me your thoughts on the Victory Tour 2, your top three, and if you regret undead stocking the, the plain old black ones that you wore. Just kidding. They look great. My old black and white plain ones, yeah. Um, I love the Victory Tour 2 shoe. It is so comfortable. I didn't wear it at all, like, in the house or anything like that. And... I took a cart that day when I played at them, but I I still even when you take a cart, I walk a lot too up to the green. If you if you hit a nice wedge in there, you just walk up to the green. They are so comfortable. 
I love the style. I'm, I'm falling more and more in love with the swoosh, but I do like the Copa on the back heel. I really do. So I'm with you, Matt. If those someday wander to the outlet stores, Nike, please send some Nike golf stuff to the outlet stores, please. Nike, if you're listening, please. I, the outlets have been, I'm like, they're dying. Like in my eyes, they're just like, I go to three different ones across seven different states and I've got zero and Matt goes to four in his 30 mile radius and he's got all the Disneyland victory tour twos for me. I like, I do. I think they would, I, I would like to try them. I don't have them. However, the black, like hard swoosh on just a solid one just feels like a soccer boot to me like an older soccer boot um and then the back heel being the different color i, I kind of don't like i don't know what what it is about it they wish there it feels harsh it's a harsh line sometimes and so it feels like it should be blended and yeah. it's not and so that's where i just kind of like eh, i don't know so if i had to get one i would just get white and black and i don't really like white and black shoes i don't know like kinda, they're so. they're a classic look you know for the classic shoe yeah. And the one thing I like about the Copa and the, and the violet ones are the swoosh. You can see the stitching. It's it's, it's the white stitching around the black swoosh. Yeah. So it makes it pop even more, which I really like. Um, yeah, Matt, they were awesome. I'm going to wear them again. I love how there's they're a little bit wider than your Infinity uh, Next Percents. Um, so that's awesome, too. Um, they are just so comfortable with the Re- React and... They kind of, with the lacing and stuff, if you ever really dig deep and look inside the shoe of the Victory, it kind of just wraps around your foot inside. You know, they look a little bulky around the toe areas, you know, the width of your foot. But when you look inside, it wraps right around your foot. So I would definitely love to get the Copa ones. You know, just have the the extra pair. But I do have the white black ones already. So do I want another white pair? You never know. And and I know you you all. Yeah. Um, so, sorry about that, Keith. A little delay in my internet there, but and, and for those of you that listen to read between the lines, I have a feeling we'll see a lot of Infinity Tour two at the outlets. Um, mostly because if if you look back, it's the end of usually there's two year cycles. So I'm just gonna guess that they might be moving on to something else. So yeah, did you see one? You saw ones the other day, right? Was it Cork that was at the outlets the other day? Yeah, the so the the open editions from last year that had the it was barely volt yeah, with the volt right. bottom and the cork swoosh. I did see them in a size ten and a half at the Gurney Outlet. If anybody's listening and wants to go take a look, and they had a twelve as well. So uh, that's one of my that's that's the Victory Tour two that I have that I wear all the time. So I really like that barely volt because it's it, it's a color that really goes with almost anything. Like you can wear gray, khaki, navy, blue, black, gray. Like you can wear every single color with that. Uh, and that's the other reason, like the French blues popped out to me. The reason I got them is because I really don't have any blue shoes. I have a lot of like red, black, gray in my my outfit, in my attire, and I have like nothing to wear with with my blue outfits. Which yeah, yeah I'm say, when I get tomorrow. a pair, like I got one pair of the AM ones and blues one time. I had to send them back because it was a misship, and I looked at it and I was like, man, these are nice. Like something about a like a cobalt like a blue shoe and, and we have the oh, french yeah. blue in the yes in the adgs which are i've been wearing those a bunch because it's really? like it's like when you want to feel classy i like wear those and i feel like i'm wearing 
I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm more like a foot joy that like feels like I should be at like a prestigious country club. You know what I mean? Like that that sort of classy golfer feel kind of thing. So um, speaking of country club, just want to make one appeal to Nike and it's related to shirts. One thing I've noticed this year going into clubs, country clubs, uh, really nice public courses. They are charging. There are T-shirts out there that are fifty five dollars for a super thin, super nice premium cotton t-shirt so so nike you know if, if we've talked about it these icon shirts if if you really really upgrade the quality i think the clubs will take them in i really do i think the clubs would would take these things in uh you know and i get it and maybe this is a, maybe this is something that happens when you don't have nike golf yeah right yeah. like you have you have nike and, and they say look here here's the shirt that every that we put everything on so we're gonna put the golf stuff on this shirt and this is something like like this is one of those moments where i'm just like ooh, if there was just a little bit more intel on what's going on at private courses and at big time uh courses you would see that people are paying you know you go to cog hill and some of these shirts are like 60 dollars for a t-shirt like <laughs> there's no collar no buttons nothing and it's a really nice t-shirt don't get me wrong but I, I would love to get something like that from Nike. So I apologize, Gumby. I had a lot. I can't no, it's okay. I, like, uh, that was a good one. One Bone is my new t-shirt of choice. And so shout out One Bone, Canadian company, um, for the big and all is what they say. Maybe One Bone will be a sponsor one day. I don't know. But either way, um, th- they're my shirt and they're just super like much longer and, and better. And I just wish it was just make a longer shirt, Nike, and I'd be pretty pretty happy um we can talk about this in the next episode when we get to it our season wrap-up episode um but i am disappointed myself that i never got a morse code polo that is a big miss on my part um and i don't know if i will ever get one because i know a 2x is not going to fit um which is sad and i would have to like scour which i'm already doing like as we speak ebay to try and find something of like one of the bigger sizes and i just don't think it's going to come about so uh, if anyone sees you know bigger sizes on ebay in that morris code polo especially in the pink and blue or even that green one i really liked uh let me know but yeah that's uh, we can get into kind of our, our misses maybe um what nike missed on and maybe what what we missed on something that we were really hoping we'd get and we never got this year so uh, word of warning on the morse code i got to give you a warning on the morse code it is definitely a polo that is designed to be untucked yeah. uh it is not it is not very long like the lobster one that you have on i think the fit and it is super phenomenal but yeah i i wore morse code in medina walking eight miles and i was tucking every five minutes because you gotta stay tucked at medina or else they will ask you to leave yeah so, so- i I know that about those about the ADV polos, and I just that's why I'm like I I know that I need a big size in it, and I can't pull the trigger on this. Like I think there's one on the site that's like a two X in the pink, or maybe the green, and I'm like green one is I can't pull the trigger on it because I know it won't fit. You know, like I wish there was a way for us to know like what shirts are designed to be untucked and which ones aren't, and and maybe it's as simple as yeah look if the model has it tucked or not because it's just something that i i, I like in untucked polo 99 of the time but sometimes i do have to tuck it in so it'd be just nice to to know which ones have that so i'm not saying it's models, a criticism because but to be fair are, like how do you know which ones the models are mostly tucked except for uh a nocta and 
I don't know. Sometimes it's the like the v Nike, v Nike polo, or I guess like a dry or like the victory polos. So really, like it's hard. I don't. Maybe that's something that you could do. Is they could start like if it's an untapped, then showing it. But I think they're kind of just taking pictures. Like I wouldn't say willy nilly, but like enough to like to show a difference. But yeah, you're really only seeing untucked on like v nike polos and, and a couple others so you, you mean like when they took that photo of drake using football gloves on like putting yeah. green yeah <laughs> oh i'm sorry i said that wait no i'm not matt i did pick up the green morris code uh, when it was out I so it. i did pick it up so i i hit i hit on the morris code and i hit on the uh, topography with the with the 25 on the back so i was happy i got those two tigers yeah. um so that was one of my recent recently purchased ones with the with the big sale that was going on, and it was nice to see some s- sneaky sales in there, you know, a little bit, guys, with with some of the next percents in there, some released ones, uh, the open ones snuck in there with a twenty percent off on there too. So those all went, but uh, I think it's time to get into a little FedEx Cup here and see our see how our boys are going to pan out. Yeah, FedEx yeah. Cup is here. Three events, uh, 125 player field starting in Memphis this week. Uh, going to uh, I don't even know where it goes next year. No, is it Northern Trust? Is it Boston or is it the uh, New Jersey one? I'm not sure. I think uh, done with Boston at TBC yeah. Boston. So, and then obviously the East Lake to finish up. So, um, you know, we. We got our guys, um, and I think the biggest question that we have and want to hear from you guys is we've got three in the top seven right now, so three in the top ten we'll call. We've got Scotty at the top, Rory in six, and Tony in seventh after Tony's back-to-back wins making a late push. Um, Out of our Nike guys, one, two, three, where do they finish in the rankings? This is a tough one. Yeah. Because that all three have had un Rory has two wins this year or just the one? Just one in in Canada, Canada. Earlier, right? The yeah. earlier part of the season. Uh well, no, it was right before British. Oh, he did. Just yep, that's correct in Canada. Remember with the hockey, with the hockey boards. Oh right? my God, I need to. You know that sport with ice skates and sticks. The one that you. Yeah. Um, I thought he won in the beginning of the season. The the beginning when it carries over, right at the beginning. I don't know. Um, Anyways, it's been a good year for all three of them. Yeah. Um, has Scotty faded a little bit? Maybe. I, he's still there. He was still there in all the majors. He was. He was still there. But I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to go with the guy that had no vegetables over the past couple weeks. I think Rory's going to take the FedEx and be the leader of the pack and have three FedEx Cups. That's a lot. That's a lot. And a good chunk of change in the bank account. Oh, wow. Matt's face is saying. I know. Matt, what are your reactions? What are your thoughts? Matt got me going on the victory, too. I'm coming over on his side a little bit. So, <laughs> I think you guys are going to be shocked by what I'm about to say. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Tony is – which, by the way, I'm just saying, if we only got two episodes, three episodes left, 
oh, I hate bringing this up, but Rory was the highest finisher at the Open, which gives me another two points. So as your leader, as <laughs> I your current picked, I picked leader, Tony back-to-back weeks, but nobody, nobody knew about leader. that. <laughs> this is the way I'm thinking about it. Uh, I, I, love, I love Tony going into it, obviously. Um, Scotty missed the cut at the PGA, but you're right. He played well at the U.S. Open. He was playing really well at the Open. And he's actually starting to talk a little bit more. He's starting to talk a little bit about the live dudes. And, you know, he even made some, you know, comments. I think it was before the U.S. Open that like, hey, people aren't picking me and I've had this great year. Uh, So he's getting a a little attitude and I kind of like it. And the other thing, too, is I could see and I wouldn't blame Rory. And I, I know he's not built like me. He is built different. But I could see man, you know what? I've been fighting this live thing the whole year. I've gotten so close in the majors. Like what is a FedEx cup to me? I could see him maybe letting go of the rope a little bit. So I'm going Scotty Shuffler taking wow. it home the whole thing. Holy I'm telling Rory. I like Scotty. I like that. <laughs> I, and I think where Matt might get us here in technicality is Scotty, Scotty starts at least East Lake, right? If he stays number one off with a 10 stroke lead, right? Over that, it comes down. And if Rory's at six and Tony's at seven, they're going to six and seven and all that stuff. So they're only going to be like three, four, you know, strokes behind. Um, so that's the thing. But boys, Tony learned how to win. And I got, I got Tony coming up. The back stretch, just hammering it down. The whip in the hand, taking it home, just going. I think he gets a top ten this week. I think he wins next week, and I think he finishes um, one two, uh, maybe at East Lake, and that gets it done. He had one win in the in the playoffs, gets it done. Wow, that's all I'm saying. So I want to see a video of Gumby dancing like Tony did after his two wins. I know. I want it. I don't want to drop my wife's phone in the pool though. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, congratulations, Tony. Congratulations to all our night. You guys this year been a fun year to cover them. Um, Super excited to see how it plays out. Next episode going to have one of our friends come on. Um, It's going to be really awesome. Um, and it will probably be then we'll have the interview and then kind of be our wrap up episode for the year. Um, again, been a crazy year. Excited to kind of take a little break mentally um, and then get back at it in the spring and winter when we're a little bit deader and and you guys need some little pick me up um, in the in the colder months. We'll be back at it then. And then hopefully we and can be has recovered from yeah. dealing with me. Yeah, that and a baby. I'll, I'll learn how to do that. <laughs> Keith will have the baby, all that stuff. So uh, we will keep you updated, obviously, through our socials and all that stuff. But we've really enjoyed it. So stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, eventually, uh, we're not going to put a timetable on it, but it will come out. And that will be our season finale. Um, and we'll you know replay some of the best moments of the year. Again, great interview to finish it off. And then uh, kind of our favorite things from the year. So, um, boys, any last things? It's been fun to get back with you. It's fun to talk some golf. Um, it is late. I know we both got early mornings. I'm gonna edit and whatnot, but it's been it's been fun, and I do appreciate you guys giving my space for when I needed it and 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 all that stuff. So, yeah, Keith, I got one thing, and I I know I always go to you guys sometimes for my scriptings, 
but I'm playing in this cool tournament Monday. It's a hockey tournament, a bunch of hockey guys. It's going to be, you know, a drunk fest, you know, halfway through or right after first tee. So it's all my buddies and stuff. I'm playing. There's like 20 of us that I know. Do I rock the ADGs? Yes. French blues yeah. with, with my white lobster polo. Absolutely. Or do I wear my next percent lobsters with my lobster polo? That is my, I've been thinking about this since I knew I was playing in this weeks ago. Lobsters. Yeah. Lobster shoes. Lobster shoes, lobster polo. I, did, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Lobster hat. Yeah. Lobster polo today. It was just like, it just automatically came on when I put this on. Like, but you got cool. me going with it. I'm playing at a really nice private place. And I'm like, man, do I bust out the freaking Jordans for the first time ever on the course? Well, and you have white, so it depends on what pants you do, too. I guess if you do, like, a navy pant, then, like, the French... I'm going shorts. Red. I'm going shorts. That's well, I mean, thing. like, navy shorts, I guess, would okay. look really nice um, with it. And if you did, like, red shorts, then you would go with the next percent. This would be a first for me if I wore the Jordans, because I've never worn all my, any of my Claytons on the course. So we'll just leave it at that. I know we'll be exchanging text messages. I know I'll be asking you guys at least 15 more times what shoes I should wear. But I always appreciate you guys helping me out once in a while with my scripting because I have brain farts. <laughs> I love the scripting. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for all of Matt's antics with his poncho and everything that he has. That was great. <laughs> Matt loves our – he's going to run our TikTok account whenever we get that going. Uh, it's great, but we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Sushi Podcast. Hey, reminder, still can become a supporter of the podcast. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash the Swoosh Life Podcast forward slash support. I don't know if I did that right. I don't know if it's backslash or support. I've heard that's forward slash, so I'm changing it. Um, so please go become a supporter. All that money you can, it kind of comes through sees us um puts it we put it right back into here we're like mr beast we put it right back into our, our podcast and our videos so um until next time this has been the swoosh life podcast i've been gumby that's been matt keith we'll see you in the next one bye thanks for listening to today's episode make sure to go follow us on instagram at the swoosh life podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh and if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at the Swoosh Life Podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the Swoosh Life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah. 